0: Welcome to the Wellness Campfire at the School of Wellness. I am your host. (laughs) For now, the Mirror of Oz, Andrew. So, I don't know how much interaction we're going to get tonight, but um, we'll see. I just thought it'd be important to get on here and uh, offer some support for people who might be struggling with uh, this election, the results of the election, and just what's coming up for people. Um, it can, it can feel, for some, I'm sure, like. This is like the end of the world of some sort. You know, like, oh, no, my life is over. And I assure you, this, too, shall pass. It might be a difficult transition, but just like anything else that is fearful, like, public speaking or, I don't know, surgery or anything else that would have us afraid, this too shall pass. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, I, to be honest... Uh, I don't know if I mentioned the date, but this is literally November 4th, um, where a day into this, essentially, 24, 24 hours, essentially, after elections, election day, and uh, the votes haven't been fully counted, and they probably won't for another day or two, and um, we have a president who's essentially undermining the uh, voting process in this country, Um, trying to say that it couldn't possibly be uh, legitimate, which is not looking good which is, I think, maybe making us not look good to the rest of the world. Um, And not not giving confidence to a lot of the people who live in this country, um, raising doubt that our voting process is legitimate, that our vote actually does count. Now, a lot of people don't know that there is a thing called an electoral college um, and that the, the final say comes down to these people. For the most part, those people will vote um, probably 90 – I don't know the actual percentage, but probably nine times out of ten or better – They're going to vote with how the, the, uh, popular vote goes, you know, so. But, you know, right now the president is raising doubts so that it might be handed to the electoral college to review and uh, make a final decision in certain, uh, states in dispute or cities in dispute which isn't probably isn't really their job, but they're probably going to be tasked with that, almost like a um, witnesses... Uh, not witnesses, but like um, people that will be hearing a court case. You know? Yeah, I guess witnesses. Or jurors, I should say. Jurors. Anyway... Um, support for an election. Like the most, probably the most important election this country has ever had. Um, okay, maybe we should go through worst case scenario. To my knowledge. And you guys might have a different uh, vision of what worst case scenario would be for each person if they got elected. I like to to think of best case scenario, but maybe we could work backwards with this and think, what's the worst case scenario and realize that it's probably not that bad in the end. Okay. Uh, Worst case scenario, Biden gets elected. To my knowledge, from my standpoint, in, in health and wellness, um, being more focused on that and knowledgeable about that is, is that worst case scenario is Biden increases the mandates and and makes more strict the mandates to mask up and um, social distance. And more lockdowns for all, which I would feel would be more of the same, which isn't working. And they say that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, uh, over and over and expecting a different result. So my worst case scenario for Biden is he, he forces, he mandates mask wearing. to to the point where it's almost punishable and or you could get arrested if you weren't wearing a mask like they have done in Australia and some other parts of the world. Um, That could be quelled... I'm just looking at worst-case scenario and how it could be averted. That could be quelled by more people educating others about the importance of health in our lives and uh, pointing... Out the fact that ninety-nine point, I think, seven eight percent, almost a hundred percent, globally, um, who have no who have no other comorbidities as far as the CDC is concerned, um, when you do the actual math, ninety-nine point seven eight percent recover from COVID nineteen. Um, Without a vaccine, uh, these again these are people who had no comorbidities, who who can be deemed as having died solely from COVID-19. So as that information gets out there and more people um, uh, know that to their core understand it, that the most important thing we could possibly do to protect ourselves from a virus. Is to improve our health now given that percentage is based on the current health of the people in the world now some people are obviously healthier than others but if the rest of us were somehow concerned all we would have to do essentially is just do take measures to improve our health Um, and those can be as simple as making sure we're properly hydrated and that is a huge understatement. It is way more important uh, than we think. Um, making sure we're relaxed and calm so that our breathing reflects that, that we're, we're breathing slower, deeper on a regular basis, which is helping us um, oxygenate our body. So we stay, so all the cells in the body get the most important energy that they need, which is oxygen. Um, Simple things like vitamin D, getting out in the sun, you know, proper nutrition, eating things that have actual nutrient density, meaning the the things we eat, as they say, we are what we eat. So, you know, eating things that actually have uh, nutrients in them, like uh, an apple versus a Snickers bar, for instance. Both are sweet, both will give us energy, but one of them will give us more nutrients, real nutrients the body can use to stay, uh, to stay healthy. Um, worst other case scenario for Biden. <clears throat> uh, I can't really see too many. He's gonna, he's gonna go all out with um, combating global warming with new uh, alternative energy, and uh, I think he's still going to allow fracking, which is unfortunate, but apparently necessary, which probably isn't, but. Um, look, I'm not into politics that much. I'm into health. I'm into helping people get through this. But uh, I can't see too many negatives if – I mean, other than the human rights violations – I wouldn't say violations, but the human rights issues that are probably going to come up with uh, COVID if, if uh, the rest of the world doesn't get wind of the fact that um, we might lose those human rights um, under the guise of a virus. Uh, That's the biggie for uh, Joe Biden. Uh, On the flip side, worst case scenario with Trump, uh, I'm seeing as uh, we have a child in office, we continue to have a child in office who, who will be a sore loser. Tweets everything that's on his mind, um, even if it might uh, hurt others and or cause others to mimic him, take his words seriously, even though he might have been joking, um, which means more divisiveness, more uh, separation, less unity in this country. Um, And that alone would be a sad thing. Again, I don't know the results at this moment. I haven't, I think Biden might be a little bit ahead, but it hasn't been fully, to my knowledge, there's no definite yet. Maybe when I get home and turn on the TV, I'll, I'll see that there is a definite winner. But I think we're at least another day off from that. But, uh, the other worst case scenario is that is Trump is a non-believer, in my mind, uh, worst case scenario is Trump is a non-believer in climate change. Essentially, he doesn't believe that, that humans on this planet have, have had any effect on climate change, that nothing we could have done essentially, um, would cause these changes to happen. He probably doesn't even recognize the changes. Um, probably fired that task force. <laughs> oh man. Um, but that's my concern. He's he's uh, pushing his you know oil cronies you know to to do more and make more money with oil, and that's great for his cronies, him and his cronies, I guess, but not great for the rest of the world, Um, because we're we're one of the biggest polluters. Most of our, in fact, most of our energy in this country comes from coal, to my knowledge. Um, Most of our electricity comes from coal. So, you know, we say, oh, well, electricity is cleaner. Well, not exactly. You know, uh, if more of our electricity came from the sun, we could say that, but, um, you know, charging your, your electric car with, a, with uh, electric power from coal plants is not necessarily environmentally friendly, but a lot of us don't really know what, where our energy comes from, what percentage is coal, what percentage is wind, what percentage is solar, um, what percentage is um, nuclear. Um, so that's my biggest concern with Trump, um, is he's going to, you know, again, he's going to separate us more, less unity in the country, more divisiveness, more us versus them, and potentially more, uh, fi- like potentially fights, uh, riots and stuff due to that less, uh, I would say civil rights for people who aren't quote-unquote normal, (laughs) and uh, that's going to be, that's just going to suck for a lot of people if that continues. It could get worse. Um, It may not have gotten worse before, it might have just stayed the same, but, um, I'm sure it got probably worse during uh, Trump's presidency but worse still perhaps if Trump stays another 4 years um what else would be a worst case scenario with Trump um There's not a whole lot of really biggies, um, other than the rest of the world, uh, I'm sure is looking down on us because our president is like a child. You know, he's um, a sore loser again. He complains about everything, it's never his fault. Um, and I think that weakness, other leaders could see, and that makes us weaker to the rest of the world and to countries who might want to, I don't know, I doubt this would happen, but try to take up, take over our country. Probably the most unlikely thing, but you know, when, when they see that we, we have a child in office that, uh doesn't really know how to manage this country and rally this country and unify this country, I don't, I think that's a weakness. <clears throat> a international threat, so to speak. Um, as strong as people might pro- portray him, oh, well, he's strong with the military and he won't take shit from others. Well, maybe, but that's militarily how about with words you know what are his words doing to keep the rest of the world um from being a threat potentially to the US or to other countries i don't see that i don't see him being very international and and speaking with other uh, uh foreign leaders I think he, he, he might have been lucky uh, with Kim Jong-un or whatever, uh, North Korea. Uh, he might have been lucky that... that uh, what was that famous basketball player? I forget his name. Uh, anyway, the famous basketball player that befriended the leader of North Korea might have helped um, with <laughs> the stabilization there. And who knows? We haven't seen... North Korea on the news, they could be gearing up for for nuclear war with with us or their neighbors. For all we know, you know, Trump could have let his guard down. For all we know, thinking he was so great and he did it did so well for the country, for our country, that maybe, you know, Kim Jong is see, saw the weakness and thought, "Eh, <laughs> this is a pushover. This is gonna be easy." Um Hopefully not. But Uh, I can't think of too many other things that would be really serious. Um, Again, I don't know politics as well as I know other things, but as far as getting people through a tough time is... In the end, it's not what one person in the world does that should affect us. The only... The only person that should uh, affect us in this life and truly dictate whether we win or lose or succeed or fail is really ourself, our choices, what we allow or what we don't allow. Um, super important. Uh, I think a lot of people right now are putting way too much weight on the, uh, on what one person does or doesn't do. What one party does or doesn't do. And that's a recipe for for disaster. We're putting, we're essentially giving all our power away to someone other than ourselves. Um, similar to, and I don't mean this as like a negative necessarily, but in a way, it's similar to what we do with religion. We tend to give our power away when we put our faith and our belief in our higher power. We're putting, we're saying that that higher power or other person has power, but we don't. We don't have that kind of power. And yet, we're the ones that dictate what happens in our life from what we allow and the choices that we make. What we allow being a choice or what we disallow, being a choice. If the city we live in is shitty, dirty, uh, negative, everybody is negative, complainers, almost everybody around you is negative and complaining. Um, We're either we're allowing that if we stay or we're making a choice to leave that situation and disallowing that by leaving. By finding out, instead of saying, we can't leave this place, it's how can I leave this place and be happier elsewhere. So, if we stick around and things get worse for us, and yet we know that it's likely to get worse for us, and we do nothing to change that and we allow that, I think what we're not seeing is the fingers pointing back at us. We might say, oh, well, the new president did that. It's the new president that, that crazy blah, blah, XYZ, fill in the blank bleep 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 bastard you know did this to me it was it was the the party that they're with or whatever they did this they made this worse for me now there's three fingers pointing back and only one finger pointing away we first got to look at ourselves and find out what did we do to allow this to happen Or what do we not do? And what we didn't do is still a choice. Not choosing is itself a choice. Let that land. When we don't make a choice, we allow things to happen. And that is uh, allowing things to happen that we didn't want, let's say, is a choice. We chose to not make a choice that would avert that. Now, given if you're underaged and you're a minor, you're mostly dependent on the choices of others, that's a different story. That's okay. It's a different story. But even then, uh, there have been times when where I've heard in my life of someone underage just walking away it was so bad that they had to literally walk away they didn't care that they didn't they, they're they leaving their um, their parent or guardian or whatever they didn't care it was so bad that um, you know being away from that is better than being in that even if they had no money, or everything was uncertain. So in the end, we still have a choice. No matter who we are, no matter how old we are, there's always a choice to um, walk away from something that doesn't make us happy. It doesn't bring us uh, joy. So... So hopefully, if you take anything away from this, is that we are the authors of our life, of our destiny. No one else, no one else writes the book that only you are meant to to write, no one else could possibly write that book. That's for you and only you. That's for me and only me. And uh, every choice I make, every choice you make is writing that book, creating that story. And that can go all kinds of different ways. And that's a little overwhelming sometimes is making that choice, but making the right choice or whatever. But, um, better to make a choice and, uh, than to make no choice, which is also a choice that could be bad for you. Um. So it's really putting, taking our power back instead of giving our power away to um, in this case, the president of the United States, instead of giving our power away to that person and losing that power, if that person isn't in the office that we believe they should be in, instead of losing the power. If that person isn't in office, it's really about realizing that by, by putting so much, um, hope in that one person, we are literally taking hope away from ourselves. Um, we're taking our, we're giving our power away. To someone else when in reality the best place for that power to be is in us and in our choices so what I hope is is that you all bring out the best in you that we may never have seen otherwise that you bring out the best in the next four years and uh, I believe the best is yet to come, not so much how uh President Trump believes it to be because i'm not I'm not really about that and what he's about, but still you know to each their own but uh yeah, bring your best out whatever it is that you um, have ha- kept to yourself um, that you're haven't shared with the world the the wonder the awesome the uh, whatever it might be the book the, uh, the learning to play a new instrument the, whatever it might be, you know For me, I think it might be Becoming a, a DJ <laughs> I don't know um, Getting some good sound equipment And becoming a, a good DJ I mean Who knows, whatever it is That's that's going to light you up And make you excited to be alive uh, To take your power back And And not give it away to one person that's far and far removed from your situation directly um, is a great thing. And I, I highly, highly, highly recommend it and support you all on that. So, so what's up, what's up, skater Reading? You're having a good day. Call in or chat, uh, any question you might have. Um, Yeah, I mean, I was generally just getting on here just to to give anybody support um, for what they might be going through uh, in this election, the transition, uh, if they're feeling really heavy because their candidate didn't win or whatever. Again, I I still don't know the outcome, and I'm not sure we're going to know the full outcome of who actually won the election here in the States. So I don't know. But I I was thinking just kind of an emotional support for anyone who's struggling with the fact that, you know, woe is me. You know, this is is the end of the world. Any of this kind of stuff that might be going through your head that I jump on here to help people get through that. Because in the end, at the end of the day, it's not about one, what one person in this world does or doesn't do that dictates whether we're happy. Number one, whether we're happy. That's not it. What we do every day to nourish our body and our mind is going to dictate whether we're happy or not. You know if you get if you wake up and the first thing you do is you go to your social media feed and see all the negativity that people are saying about the other guy or about your guy or whatever it might be about you, you know uh, immediately you get triggered and you're gonna have a bad day. But if you get up and you get out into nature, you go for a walk, get some fresh air, get some good sun, sunlight. Some vitamin D from the sun, uh, maybe on go on a tough uh, bike ride or something to, to really get your your lungs going, uh, get a huge amount of air, and uh, and get that process your respiratory system going for the day. Is like a great reset. Maybe some gratitude in the in the morning for what is good instead of focusing on the negative and the, the haters or whatever. And worrying and stressing about a virus we will never see. Um, Fear, all that stuff, not focusing on that. You could easily be waking up and looking forward to the day. What wonder is today going to bring? What magic is today going to bring? Versus, oh, I hope this doesn't happen. You know, woe me. Please, please, please don't let this happen. Blah, blah, blah. Look, there's a lot of things in life that are out of our control. If we're attached to the outcome of anything, we're just going to suffer. There's no if, ands, or buts. We're going to suffer. So letting go of the attachment. To the outcome of anything You know, you can prepare all you want you can you know, like I said for a test or you voted You can you can do your part And and prepare as best you can and Do the best you can but in the end The result the outcome is not up to us It's gonna the 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 chips are gonna fall as they will and the less we are attached to that outcome, the less we're going to suffer. Guaranteed. You know, end of story. Dropping the mic. It's that's that simple. So, having less expectation, especially of others. Look, we can have expectations of ourselves, of course, um, but letting go. Once it's out of our control is essential to staying content and happy and not suffering. So I'm just encouraging everyone to love yourself. Realize that this isn't the end of the world. Regardless of how the chips fall, it's not the end of the world. You can go outside tomorrow. Go for a walk. The trees will still be there. That friend who you come across may still be there with their dog or whatever, right? There, it might even be more beautiful outside than it was the day before. It might be warmer, uh, nicer clouds in the sky. You might get a better sunset. Look, at, it could all be better. And in the end, if, if Donald Trump and Joe Biden were to disappear from the face of the Earth miraculously, just disappear, and they're gone. We don't even know where they went. They're gone. Aliens took them, something whatever. they were gone, and the government were to be to disappear completely, like all of it, gone right now. We could still go outside our house probably take a deep deep breath of fresh air. still walking walk to the ocean. hear the the waves break on the shore. still go in the mountains, breathe that fresh air. hear that mountain stream. And we can all. Still notice that we're breathing, that we're alive. And we can have gratitude for that. We get to live another day. We get to enjoy this experience called life another day. Whatever, whatever comes. But to recognize that what happens, whether or not one person does or does not become the ruler or uh, leader of the free world, so to speak, does not directly impact any of us. Perhaps indirectly, to a certain extent. But for for the most part, in the end, it's going to come down to ourselves and our choices, and what we, like I say, what we allow or what we disallow in life. If we allow the same old, same old out of fear, that's exactly what we're going to get. We're going to keep getting the same thing. If we put up the hand and say, No, I don't deserve this, I don't want this anymore, that's on us. No one's gonna come and say, Hey, you know what? You haven't told me this, but uh you probably don't like your job. You probably uh you you know you want to to change that up and get something you really enjoy that that also pays well. No one's gonna just walk up to you and say that especially if you haven't told them. That change, even though it's uncertain, is going to come into your hands and only your hands. And um, I think it's just leaning into uncertainty to make those changes. The president is not going to change my life, your life, anybody you know. The president is not going to directly change that person's life he doesn't have a magic wand he's not going to drop in one day like Santa Claus down the chimney and say hey I'm going to give you a million dollars so you're going to be happily ever after no he's not going to do that he doesn't have that power even though some people might think he does so hopefully you guys have gotten something out of this hopefully you're less Feeling like this is the end of the world and more feeling like you've got this. That maybe the, that you are what this world has been waiting for. That it's time to be the change that you want to see if it doesn't go your way screw it be the change be that that you want to see you know step up we all deserve to step up and be more of the person we're meant to be and I think we all know that person it's just I think we're just afraid we know who that is it's just that what we know and what we've gone through now is is something known and so it's comfortable and and the success that we might have and the life and the wonder that we might have if we go the route of you might say our your high, our higher higher self if we go that route it's uncertain it's uncertainty it's unknown, and a lot of people fear the unknown, so as we get more comfortable with the unknown, we lean into that, do things that are different, recognize that we didn't die, <laughs> you didn't die. you did something that was that you thought you couldn't do, and you did it, and you didn't die, like you're still here, <laughs> you know um. You, you, I don't know, decided to speak about something that you're passionate about. Um, and, uh, you got through it. <laughs> you know, um, and it was enjoyable, perhaps. Super important to step into the, uh, the unknown and do what it is to bring forth what it is we are meant to bring forth. Um, and I don't, I don't, expect anyone to just jump right in and go all in heavy with that and throw a lot of money into it or whatever. I mean, really it comes down to just taking the first step. Just taking any first step and then you take one step and you take another step and you take another little step and that progress is motivation. You get motivated by your progress. So it's really just about you know, taking a step in the direction of the the world you want to see, you know, simply taking a step into the world you want to see, of being that person that you want to see. All right, guys, uh, it's late that i jump on here and offer some support for anyone who needs it uh if you got here late what's up cj If you got here late uh i am going to post this on school of wellness podcast so if you haven't followed this um this live cast follow this as well um Subscribe to the podcast, and you get that um, new uh, new podcast from tonight's talk about uh, ele- the election, and uh, essentially how to cope with the election if it doesn't go our way. <laughs> how to cope with change that wasn't the change that we wanted, essentially. So, um, all right, guys, I love you all. Um, again, so follow and subscribe, and uh, I will catch you on the next one. Bye for now.